Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 39, Mastermind Takeaway Part 2, Feelings. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? So good right now. I'm actually recording this podcast at night, which is so different from when I normally record it, like during the morning. Um, everything's really quiet here, so I kind of feel like I have to talk really quiet, but um, I'll try to keep up the volume and my energy per usual for you guys. But things are really awesome right now. Last week, I talked to you all about sort of um, more advanced thoughts and ideas about how you can change your current thoughts about your current goals. And I've been practicing exactly what I taught you guys last week in my own goals for my business. And my mind is completely blown about how fast I'm having shifts by incorporating some of those things I talked about. And um, maybe you've been practicing that too. I'd love to hear from you if you've implemented any of the things that I shared last week on the episode. This week, I'm digging into feelings. Um, Again, last week, I shared how to generate a new thought that is in alignment with your goals and how to create a ladder of those thoughts or baby step thoughts that you can start believing now that will move you towards the thought that will create the result that you actually want. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I highly suggest that you do that before listening to this one. So an update, I shared with you all that at Mastermind, Carol Lowenthal, the certified master coach, asked us, the audience, what are you thinking about your current goal? And my automatic thought was, I don't know if it's going to happen. And then I got to work on practicing it's happening, right? My new thought that I wanted to practice and writing that thought and saying it out loud and practicing saying it every single day and writing it in my journal 25 times a day. And almost two weeks of that work, I've had major shifts, as in bigger results in my business. Today, it's not a thought I have to even call up. I 100% believe it's happening. And it's like this wash of lightness just came over me today. And it felt so true. Like, of course, it's happening. There's no doubt it's happening. And it felt so good. And it was like I took this deep breath and just knew in my bones that it is happening. And that is how you know you are in belief of the new thought. It just feels true. You notice how it makes you feel. There's like this vibration in your body that just feels right. And often you have to practice that thought over and over and over again before it does become true for you. But that is the work. And I talked about that in episode last week. So it's just like you have practiced and practiced the same thoughts like, I like to drink wine over and over and over again for years, right? You've had that thought, some of those very similar thoughts about drinking for years, right? And you've practiced thinking them for years and years, and now you effing love wine, right? So much, you can't even believe it's possible for you not to like it, or you would even consider the possibility of you not liking it, right? It's because you've been thinking those same thoughts for years. And the good news here is that you've been These have been like those unintentional thoughts that you've had about wine. It's not like you said, I'm going to practice thinking I love wine and can't live without it on purpose, (laughs) right? Nobody does that. (laughs) 
So when you want to change your thoughts and you become intentional about them and choose the thoughts that will help you reach the results you want, you have to practice intentionally like I did with my own new thought. And I suggest that you do. When you do that, you can undo years of the thinking that has gotten you where you are now in a very short amount of time. And this is one of the reasons I love self-coaching so much and and coaching clients so much is that once you identify your thoughts that don't help you reach your goals, it really doesn't take that much time for you to change them and have really fast results. So I mentioned how you know it's true for you by how it feels in your body, right? If you can pause and slow down and be conscious of how the new thought sits in your body, you will know if you believe it or not. And you have to tune into the feeling in your body, which is exactly what part two of this podcast series is about. I'm going to share with you a new way I learned to feel my feelings. Listen, so many of my clients don't know how to feel and you might not either. So trust me, I didn't either. And it's still something that I'm learning and exploring and applying to my own life. I've learned a lot. I have a lot more to to learn. So I want you to stay with me here, okay? Learning how to feel your feelings is a skill that all humans need to learn. They should teach this stuff in elementary school and continue advanced learning in middle school and high school and college. Like it, for me and my clients, I seeing it as the most important thing we can do. Our feelings are what get us to do the things in our life. They get us to get up and go to work and to take care of our kids and to drink and to shop and to eat and to say things, to move. Feelings are everything. I could talk about feelings for a week straight and I wouldn't scratch the surface of how critical and important they are and how much they have shaped our lives. Whether you want to admit it or not, your feelings are probably the most important thing for you to understand. And right now, if you are someone who overdrinks, you are driven to drink by a feeling. And you don't have to agree with me right now, but just be open to what I'm saying. You might learn something, okay? So many women come to me and say, I don't drink because I'm stressed or anxious. It's just a habit. And that is not accurate. You drink because you have an urge to drink. An urge is an action feeling. It gets you to take action. It's that hurry up and do type of feeling. And if you aren't conscious of it and you don't know how to feel, you might not even notice that you are having that feeling, right? You just notice that you do it without much thought or awareness. It's just something you do, right? But there's always a feeling that precedes an action. If there wasn't, then we wouldn't do it. (laughs) This is just human behavior. It's true and factual about all humans. It's not something that I made up. So all that being said, feeling your feelings are very important. But why? Why are they so important? Well, when we want to accomplish more in our life or make insignificant changes and you aren't currently feeling what you want to be feeling in order to achieve those goals, you are really out of alignment from how you should be feeling to take the massive action you need to take to make changes. So for example, if you're currently feeling stressed or scared about taking a deep dive into stopping over drinking and you are thinking, I want to stop over drinking and you think you should feel motivated by that thought, but you are actually feeling scared, then you are out of alignment with your feelings. Motivated is a feeling that will get you to take massive action towards your goals. But if when you think the thought, I want to stop over drinking, and it makes you feel scared, then you are likely out of alignment. So if you want to feel motivated or insert any other emotion you want to feel about any goal you have, 
and currently you don't feel that way, the first step is seeing really where you are. So what are you feeling right now about your ability to stop over drinking? The first response that comes to you is typically one word, scared, nervous, anxious, doubt, right? So that's a feeling. Those are just, those, that's the words that we describe our feelings with. And you notice how that makes you feel, right? Notice where that feeling is for you. So if you answered scared, where does scared fit, sit in your body? Is it in your stomach? Is it in your shoulders, in your chest? Likely you aren't taking massive actions towards your goals and doing all the things if you are feeling scared, right? Or any of those negative emotions I mentioned. So the first step is notice what you are feeling about the goals that you have or about the thing that you want to do. The second step is where are you feeling it? Where is it sitting in your body? And the third step is for you to allow and process that feeling. So this, I'm talking about the feeling that you currently have, not the feeling you want to have. The first part of this is, is just seeing where you are, processing your current feeling. And that step is critical to do before we go on to change the feeling. If you're feeling anxious or scared, I want you to open up to that feeling. Take a deep breath and expand your shoulders and your chest and allow more space in your, in your core and your chest cavity for that feeling to be in your body and then you exhale and you expand and you do that again and you relax into the area that is holding that vibration where that feeling is sitting with you you relax and breathe and you repeat this process until that feeling dissipates and that might take I'm less than five minutes it doesn't take much time and I want you to remember that our negative emotions can't hurt us unless we avoid them or push them away by drinking and eating or doing something outside of ourselves to make us feel better in the moment, right? So the the trouble that we're in now or being people that overdrink is because we're avoiding and pushing and numbing our feelings away instead of feeling them. And that's when we get into trouble. That's when we tend to overdrink. So it's like we're trying to play catch up. We're just like trying to stay ahead of it, but it just doesn't work because numbing ourselves with alcohol or food or whatever we use is just like it's like a cheap band-aid to put on top of our feelings. What really works if you don't want to feel the negative feelings is to actually feel the feelings, right? So to bring us back to this topic of this podcast and what I learned at my mastermind class and what I've been practicing on my own for the past couple of weeks is <laughs> wait for it. How an emotion moves my body. What? <laughs> okay, now she's gone crazy, right? But listen, yes, I learned how an emotion physically can move my body. And before I teach you what I learned, I want you to picture a baby who hasn't learned how to talk. Someone the baby recognizes walks into the room and the baby gets really excited. The baby starts kicking her feet, wiggling her butt, flapping her hands, rocking back and forth. Can you picture that? Have you ever seen a baby get excited and she can't talk? If you ha haven't, I highly suggest you Google that and have a good laugh. But anyway, the baby feels the emotion of excitement and it's so intense her body moves, right? Think of kids who jump up around all the time. Like my kids do this. They just run and jump and through the house, right? And they hop from place to place instead of walking. It's because of their emotions, their happiness, their excitement, their joy. Their, their emotions are literally moving their bodies. Well, as adults, we lose this connection with our emotions and our body. We might notice 
if we have get really angry and we feel like throwing something or we feel like yelling at our kids or if someone surprises us and we're so happy to see them, we might jump up and down for a second with excitement, right? But these events are so few and far between and we don't even think about why we are moving. We just do it. But what I learned is you can learn how an emotion moves your body. And when you do this, it can catapult you into massive action towards your goals. So I've been practicing to feel on purpose. And I, before I get into this, I want to give a shout out to Rachel Hart, who is a certified master coach, who is also certified through the life coach schools where I got my training. She taught us this at the mastermind and her presentation on this topic was life changing for me. Okay. So here are the three steps in the process of feeling on purpose. Step number one is set aside some time to do this. I do this after I journal in the morning and it takes me about 10 minutes. So dedicate some time for it when you're alone, when you can be distraction free. I recommend doing journaling and this in the morning before your day starts. Step number two is get out of your chair or out of your bed if you've been doing journaling first thing in the morning and get on, onto the floor in a comfortable position. Usually I lay down on my back to start. And step number three is inside your mind, you ask your body how blank emotion will move you. So insert whatever emotion you want to experience in that blank, right? So I say, how does belief move my body today? And then I typically think the thought that causes me to feel belief, for example, it's happening, right? So when I think it's happening, I feel the belief. And then I start to notice where I feel the belief. And then my body just starts moving. Okay, and you might want to get confused here, but don't, (laughs) don't let yourself get confused. Don't overcomplicate this. Do these three steps, set aside time, get out of your chair and onto the floor in a comfortable position. And then step number three is ask your body how blank emotion will move you. I say, how does belief move my body today? And then I typically think the thought, right, that I want to have the belief for And then I start to notice where I feel the belief and then my body just starts moving. Don't get confused, right? Just ask your body how that feeling feels and how it would move your body. And you can like, and then you just start moving. If if it doesn't move like some automatic way, you just start moving, start, you know, twisting your ankle or rotating your hand or um, lifting your leg up and down, right? Just start moving and then see how it it, it unfolds from there. Also a good question, ask your body what it would be doing if it were to move your body. So whatever emotion you want to have, for me it's belief, I would say if belief were here, what would it be doing to move my body? You just keep asking these questions, how would I move now? How would I move now? Right? And you just keep moving. So my practice of doing this every day has been a total game changer. And by the time it's over, I feel so good and so full of belief, like I've imprinted that on my body from this practice that I start my day in total belief that I can do anything and then I go do all the things, right, (laughs) that I want to do to grow my business and to achieve my personal goals. And so you may be asking like, why? What is the point of all this, right? And so Rachel explained it perfectly, so I'm just going to repeat what she said. She says, number one, it reverses the disconnection from your body. 
So right now we aren't super connected to our body. We aren't in touch, in tune with our feelings and we don't know how, how it moves us into action. Okay. So by doing this practice, it reverses that disconnection and you become more connected to your body. Number two, it builds a more visceral understanding in the body of what certain emotions feel like. Okay, so you'll be able to distinguish what anger feels like versus excitement or what love feels like versus joy. Okay, number three is it helps you figure out where you are out of alignment. So if you say you're excited, but you aren't exhibiting excitement or you say you're stressed, you aren't, or I'm sorry, if you say you aren't stressed, but you are exhibiting signs of stress, right? So these are the reasons why you want to practice that. And when we overdrink and we've numbed for many, many years and we are not connected to our feelings and even we are scared of feeling our feelings, right? Why we are scared of that, I don't know. Like I'm not sure where we learn in our society that we shouldn't feel our feelings. Like it's not like people say, to us or our parents say, you shouldn't feel your feelings. I mean, it's more like when we're kids, it's just like, stop crying, right? You shouldn't feel that way. Like we're kind of shamed, I think, as children not to feel our feelings or, or to present them on the outside, right? So we learn or we're taught to hold those in. Maybe that's why. I'm sure our society plays a big part of that. But the more you can get in tune with your feelings and how they sit in your body and differentiate those feelings from others, you can become very powerful in how you use your feelings to accomplish your goals. Since I've tapped into belief and created an imprint on my body of what that feels like, I've had major growth in my business in the, just in the past two weeks. I'm scheduling out clients. I don't have immediate availability anymore. And the engagement for my audience has been outstanding. I've gotten more clear and with exactly who I'm trying to help. And you guys are all hearing my messages in a more clear and understanding way. It's been amazing. And I feel better about accomplishing my goals. I feel true belief that of course I can do anything, right? I quit over drinking for God's sakes. (laughs) Like I just tapped back into the belief about my own capabilities and it feels so good. So I really want you to consider doing this in your own personal practice. If you are already working on your thoughts and you are scratching the surface of what it feels like to feel your feelings instead of react or avoid or buffer, then I think this could really help you take your desire to stop over drinking to the next level. Of course, I can totally help you privately with this. I can teach you how to feel. I can teach you how to change your thinking and help you develop a massive massive action plan to accomplish your goals faster than you ever thought possible. So if you want my help with that, if that's something that you want me to guide you through, I would love to connect with you. And you can request a free consultation via the link in the show notes. But most importantly, feel your feelings, y'all. Practice how a feeling can move your body. You don't know what you're missing, by the way. It's super awesome. All right. So also remember to send me a note about joining me for a private live event in my area, in the Raleigh-Durham Chapel Hill areas later this fall. So send me an email, Angela, AngelaMasenic.com, and say live event in the subject line, and that's it. And maybe, if you're lucky, I'll demonstrate how a feeling moves my body live. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to see that? It's pretty awesome. All right, you guys, talk to you next week. We'll be discussing massive action and how you can combine these ideas of what you've just learned last week about developing new thoughts and feeling your feelings and taking massive action as a third step to accomplish anything you want. I love you. Bye.